Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. Now, on to today's story. Here's another story while we're out walking. You may not realize this, but there are some people that can go inside people's minds and cast a spell. These people are called sorcerers. And while there are very few now, in the past, the hundreds and thousands of years ago, sorcerers were very, very powerful. It's unclear how sorcerers develop, whether it's something that's learned or you're born one. But if you're born one, there are very few around, which made it very odd that little Tommy Watson was a sorcerer. Tommy lived in a little town and it was the most boring life. In summer, he played baseball. In winter, when it got cold and the pond froze over, he played hockey. What made him unique is he could go into people's minds and read and hear what they're thinking. Even more, he could change people's minds and make the people do anything he wanted. At first, Tommy thought everyone could do this, but over time, he realized that he was quite unique. Well, when we come to this story, it was just around the time of the first snowfall. Tommy was still kind of upset because Santa had not given him very nice presents. Santa had actually given him a lump of coal. The reason being is Tommy had used his sorcerer abilities to be a real troublemaker. He had made kids in his class do very strange things. He'd made a boy called Lucas think he was a pig, going around and oinking and oinking for an entire day. He'd made a girl called Brittany think she was a bird, and she would jump up and wave her arms. He did this to almost every kid, but he'd also made the principal think that he was an angry dog. And you can imagine all the parents coming to school and seeing the principal on his hands and knees at the front door of the school, barking and baring his teeth. For that trick alone, Santa had made sure that all Tommy would get would be coal. All year, Tommy had been upset, wondering how he'd get back at Santa never even crossed his mind to maybe be better behaved. You see, Tommy was on the path to being a bad sorcerer. Most sorcerers use their powers for good, but some use them to be bad, and Tommy was going to be a bad one. While he was sitting in his room one day, practicing his karate, he started to laugh. He thought, wouldn't it be funny if instead of 
Santa bringing toys. Santa thought he was supposed to be a karate master fighting Christmas trees. Tommy laughed more and more. And then it hit him. Santa had a mind and a brain too. Maybe Tommy could use his wizard sorcerer powers and get into Santa's brain. But how would he do it? Tommy was fully aware that the Santas at shopping centers were not the real Santas. They were handpicked to help Santa listen to all the boys and girls requests. But Tommy didn't know how those Santas got the request back to the real Santa. So he thought he would get into one of their brains and find out. Tommy went to the mall with his parents that day. And while he was sitting on Santa's lap, he concentrated and he was soon able to read this Santa's thoughts. And the thoughts were, Whoo, is this beard ever itchy? Whoo, is it ever hot sitting here? Oh, I'm wearing too much clothes. Why is this kid looking at me funny? It was not the most interesting thoughts from Santa. But Tommy imprinted enough of his own wizardy sorcerer magic onto this Santa's brain that Tommy could connect to the brain anytime he wanted. Tommy went home that day and tried a few times from home. Sure enough, when he concentrated, he could be back inside that Santa's brain. Over the next few days, there was no change. That Santa went to the shopping center, complained about being hungry, complained about being too hot, complained about itchy beard, but most of all, complained about kids that would scream at him or yell at him or ask for too many presents or ask for things he could not give. One kid asked for an entire toy store. But five days later, that Santa was at an airport. Tommy couldn't figure out where the plane was or where it was going. But he noticed Santa was flying somewhere. And he realized that plane was full of only one type of person, other Santas. In fact, Tommy realized that that Santa was talking to other Santas and they were all complaining about itchy beards. They're all complaining how hot the plane was. They were all complaining about the food. There was no gingerbread at all on that plane. Soon, that Santa landed in what must have been the North Pole. Now here's where Tommy tried something he'd never tried before. He wanted to take over that Santa. He concentrated very, very carefully. And soon, he was now in control of that Santa. Tommy could see out of that Santa's eyes. He could make that Santa move. He could make that Santa talk. And he could even read the minds of the other Santas at the North Pole. Tommy walked off the plane behind another Santa and in front of a Santa. He looked out. It was just like he'd always dreamed. Lots of little cabins all covered in snow with a few very large cabins. That must be the workshops, Tommy thought. Tommy was excited. 
he was going to make the real Santa ruin Christmas. Imagine how angry kids would be when they came downstairs on Christmas morning and not only were there no presents from Santa, but their Christmas tree had been Kung Fu destroyed in the middle of the night. Better yet, all the noise from karate kicking and Kung Fu chopping, the Christmas tree would probably wake the family up and Santa might be caught finally after all these years. Well, Tommy kept inside this Santa's head and walked around. He followed the rest of the Santas. First, they went into the workshops. Tommy was impressed. The workshops were full of very cheerful elves, all busy at work, building toys, and even some video games, which they couldn't build too many of because they were very complex for little elves to do. He kept watch watching as the elves looked so happy. Getting the tour of this elf factory, Tommy was quite impressed. And he really started to feel the Christmas spirit. Soon, all the Santa Clauses left the toy factory and continued on. Tommy didn't know where the next place would be, but they went inside what can only be described as a bit like a castle that looked like a cabin. Inside, it was the most festive place he'd ever seen. Candy canes everywhere. Beautifully decorated Christmas trees. Gingerbread men. Fireplaces with roaring fires. It truly was a wonderful place. All the Santa Clauses now had turned from frowning to smiling. They were so happy to be there. And soon he saw why coming down some stairs was Mrs. Claus with a tray full of delicious Christmas cookies. Tommy Santa took one and Tommy could taste, even though he wasn't there, he could taste what it was like. This was the most delicious Christmas cookie he had ever tasted. Tommy was starting to feel pretty happy himself until down the stairs came some very heavy footsteps and a ho 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 hello my friends it's so great to see you all have you met a lot of good boys and girls all the santas cheered they were so happy to see the real santa claus and tommy felt himself cheering then he remembered this might be his only chance to take over the brain of the real Santa Claus and make him a karate kicking kung fu fighting Santa Claus that would ruin Christmas. As he was about to do it, Santa started to talk. Now this year, we must remember there are lots of boys and girls that have had very tough years and the best part of their year maybe even the only good part of their year will be getting a present from Santa Claus. And so I hope you've all written down what these boys and girls need because we're here 
to help these boys and girls that have almost nothing, to bring them joy and happiness, at least on one day of the year. Santa then started to tell a story about how he had gone to a home full of boys and girls who were sick. They were battling illnesses, broken legs, or other really challenging things. And these kids not only have had a bad year, but they're spending Christmas in a hospital. They aren't able to sit around the fire with their family. They aren't able to eat Christmas cookies or any Christmas food. They have to eat hospital food. And they're alone on Christmas Eve. It's very, very sad. Looking around, some of the Santas were crying. And even Tommy felt sad. He didn't realize that Santa was doing this all for all these kids who had nothing or who had really tough lives. Tommy started to feel bad. He had lots of toys. He had never even had to go to the doctor for being sick. And here he was being mean and mad that he wasn't getting a toy. Tommy realized that he was not gonna ruin Christmas. Sure, he'd get back at Santa. However, he would ruin Christmas for lots of boys and girls who really needed Santa to show up. Tommy looked around and realized Christmas was about more than him. And in fact, he probably deserved getting coal considering all the naughty tricks he had pulled. He also started to realize being a sorcerer, he could actually do things that were good for boys and girls. Instead of always being mean, he could be nice. He committed that day that he was gonna change and be a good sorcerer, helping boys and girls all around the world. He left the mind of the Santa and let that Santa go back and be normal. That Santa was very confused how he'd gotten to the North Pole. He assumed he must have maybe fallen asleep on the plane or something. For the rest of that holiday season, Tommy used his powers for good. And on Christmas Day, there was a small present from Santa. And there was a note it said, Dear Tommy, I'm really impressed by the change you've made these last few weeks. You've gone from coal to a toy. Next year, keep it up and you'll move on to the really good boy list. Tommy opened his present. It wasn't his best present, but he was really proud of himself. He had gotten a lot better and made a really important difference. And for the rest of his life, Tommy helped little boys and girls have a better life. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.